Hello, goddess, and welcome back to another episode of Wild Podcast. I'm your host, Lo, founder and creative director of Wild Branding Co., and your personal design doula and brand goddess, here to remind you of your innate power to create the business, the brand, the reality of your wildest dreams, and then equip you with the skills, knowledge, and awareness to actually do it. On this podcast, you can expect open and honest conversations about what it means to be a sovereign woman, insightful explanations on how to reclaim your personal power, and tangible guidance on transforming your skills and sovereignty into service and impact for the collective. You were created to create, and Wild Branding Co. exists as the sacred chalice where your visions become reality. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's get wild. Hello, love, and welcome back to another episode of Wild, the podcast. I'm your host, Lo, founder and creative director of Wild Branding Co., your design doula and brand goddess, here to remind you of your innate power to create the business brand life of your wildest dreams and then equip you with the skills to actually do it. So today I am talking with you about the energetic realities of expanding a brand, what it really takes to get your dreams up and running. And I just spent the last like 30 minutes actually writing out what I wanted to say It's a bit lengthy, but I think I'm also going to post like the actual written portion somewhere. I don't know where just yet, Um, but this is a really important concept. Um, And it's really important to me because it's something that I have consistently struggled with in the past, especially once I became aware of this concept of masculine and feminine energetics and embodying one versus embodying the other versus what I believe was ultimately our call in this lifetime to do is finding our unique ratio of the two and really allowing these energetics to synergize and alchemize within our own earth vessel, our own being, which then is going to allow us to emanate this ultimate vibration of oneness, right? It's when we alchemize and synergize within ourselves and create that energetic harmony that it then begins to kind of mirror back to us back in our reality, right? So I personally believe that's what we're called to do. Like that is the highest calling is to unite these two energies within ourselves so that they can then unite outwardly in the collective And um, so this is becoming this kind of hot button topic. And I see a lot of, you know, finger pointing and shaming and nitpicky. Um, I saw a post yesterday on Facebook from another uh, creator and she was, she called it uh, a shame fest. And I thought that really, really encapsulated what is happening in this landscape is, you know, people pointing and, you know, like kind of covertly talking shit about one another Um, and, you know, saying, oh, the feminine is the way, oh, the masculine is the way, oh, you need the energetics and you need the flow and you need the this and you need the that. No, you need systems and strategies and blah, 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 blah. And the missing link in all of this is the fact that you need both. (laughs) Like there's not, it's not either or it's and both always. And you know, I, I wrote this down in my journal this morning. It was just kind of, I, I open myself up in the mornings. I wake up at 3 a.m. and uh, create the space to sit in meditation. I read, I do all these things. And that's when I receive my most potent downloads. And one that came through this morning is that like womb consciousness and feminine embodiment has no interest in conquering the patriarchy. It has no interest in defeating the patriarchy, because that's not the nature of the feminine. If anything, she wants to consume 
what has been, you know, centuries and centuries of patriarchal ruling. She wants to consume that in this higher vibration, this highest vibration of love and oneness and compassion. She wants to consume it. She wants to dissolve it. And then she wants to renew and rebirth it into this experience of oneness, right? The true feminine essence is not interested in conquest. That's, that is a patriarchal, um, concept. And so modern femininity that is imploring women to like, just conquer the patriarchy down with the patriarchy. It's just another end of the same spectrum. It's just the pendulum swinging in the exact opposite way, just to the other extreme. And that's not what womb consciousness, what feminine embodiment is about. It is about compassion. It is about oneness. It is about coming together in this sacred union, right? So in terms of the online space, it's not about we need more feminine embodiment or we need more strategy and masculine embodiment or we need less of this or we need more. Of it's none of that. It's about finding the harmony between the two, right? And as we, so I'm going to go through what I just wrote, which is probably going to reiterate some of what I just spoke kind of organically, but I want to make sure that I don't miss any of the nuance because there's a lot of details in this kind of channeled message that just came through. So, you know, as we collectively shift into a new, more conscious paradigm, there's a lot of chatting in the online space about masculine versus feminine energetics, specifically, which one is better, more effective, more supportive in terms of building, scaling, and, and expanding our businesses. And I can, I sit in this space where I can hear and understand the arguments both for and against both energetic strategies. Yes, we need the logical systems, the strategies, the structures provided by the masculine. And yes, we need the faith, the flow and the certainty provided by the feminine. What's not being discussed are the seasons when these energies are seemingly unbalanced, quote unquote. So the need for more masculine energy in certain seasons versus the need for more feminine energy, not only the need, but the availability, okay? Those times when we can and or need to emphasize one energetic embodiment over the other. Note here that this shift in emphasis does not indicate hierarchy, i.e. one being better than the other. There's no such thing. Both energies are needed to grow scale and expand. However, some are going to be more supportive and more available during different phases and seasons of your business's growth. Here in the Wild Branding Co. world, I like to compare our growth seasons within the context of business to the growth cycles of the natural world, specifically plants. I'm going to use the metaphor of plants here. We have to root, bud, bloom, and then ripen. Let me explain what each of these are. So rooting is when you're just getting started. You're planting your roots. You're establishing yourself as this trusted voice in your industry. You're, you're just now getting the ball rolling, right? And uh, so it's just this initiatory season that, you know, it, we can compare it to kind of this, this growth cycle of plants. Now, once we're rooted, we begin to bud, right? And budding is when you're expanding those roots, right? They're solid. And now you can begin to focus your energy on growing upward and outward, right? So increasing your visibility, adding to your product suite, et cetera, et cetera. 
after we root and bud, then we can bloom. And blooming is when you have effectively, quote unquote, arrived. People look at you and think, wow, she's made it. She's got her shit together. Your focus then becomes sustainability and maintenance as you grow. So outsourcing your fruits or excuse me, outsourcing so your fruits can grow. And that that's what becomes the priority. Outsourcing and delegating so that you can focus your energy on really, 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 really growing, right? And then lastly, ripen. Ripen is when your business can effectively run itself, right? You have this well-oiled machine. You've implemented all of the necessary systems and strategies and structures. And again, it's basically this well-oiled machine. And now that it's up and running, you have nurtured this, this entity so much that it can kind of sustain itself without you necessarily being right there all the time. Now you can focus on, you know, incorporating multiple streams of income, diversifying your product suite, branching out. If you've had like a digital product suite up till now, then maybe you add in a, uh, you know, a product based line or something like that this is the season when we can diversify, right? Because we have this freed up energy that allows us to do so. Or, and we've also incorporated the systems and the strategies that allow us to be supported so that our energy can be used elsewhere. Now, each of these seasons is going to demand that you show up differently and therefore embody different ratios of masculine to feminine. The phases of growth that I want to hone in on first are root and bud, because that's where the majority of my audience is. And I also believe it's where a lot of confusion happens. So brand builders and business owners who are in these stages of rooting and budding are often looking at leaders who are either in their bloom phase or in their ripen phase, right? So they see these mentors and they assume that to get there, they need to emulate them. The problem is that bloom and ripen are feminine heavy seasons. These are laid back seasons where support and delegation are priority, right? Those things are, they're there. The systems are in place. Leaders in these seasons are the ones who can have a 500K launch from just a handful of social media posts, who can you know, clear seven figures in a year on a 10 hour work week who are experiencing multitudes of time and financial freedom, right? They are in their bloom and ripen phase. So brand builders and business owners who are in their root and bud seasons see these mentors, watch their behaviors, and then assume that to quote unquote win, they need to mimic what they see, i.e. this laid back, very feminine, heavy embodiment of, of business, right? So where the disconnect is, is in the self-awareness of one's own growth phase. If you are not in your ripened season, you cannot show up as if you are in your ripened season, <laughs> right? Basically, you can't be in root and bud and expect to show up like you're in bloom and ripen. Root and bud are masculine heavy phases. Bloom and ripen are feminine heavy. Let me say that again. Root and bud are masculine heavy phases. There is a lot of heavy lifting, content creation. There, these are seasons of doing. Compare it all to nature, all right? Let's bring it back to the metaphor. Root and bud, obviously, if a plant is rooting and budding, that is energy intensive. And then if we look more broadly, let's look at the seasonal changes. So rooting would be the same as winter. Budding would be the same as spring. 
These are the two most energy intensive seasons of both the seasonal cycles in nature. And also we can then compare it even further to a menstrual cycle, women's menstrual cycle. Winter and spring or menstruation in the follicular phase are the most energy intensive cycles or parts of the cycle, excuse me. Both the body and the earth are doing the deep work of excavating, uprooting, releasing, cleansing, and then sowing new seeds of potentiality. The problem is most of this work is done out of sight, underground, in the darkness. So when we look at the entrepreneurial space, aspiring entrepreneurs often miss it. And they don't find their mentors until they're solidly in their bloom and ripen phases after they've done the work of rooting and budding. <laughs> so here's to lifting the veil and giving you a behind the scenes look at the root and bud phases, the parts that leaders tend to leave out because they don't sell as well, the parts everyone wants to skip, the parts that are masculine heavy that require us to show the fuck up and put in the work, the parts that culture is telling you to skip, ignore, and meditate out of necessity. The truth is you can never bloom and ripen if you do not first root and bud, period. So what does it actually take to get your business up and running? What are the energetic realities of expanding a brand? Root and bud. So if you are in the beginning stages of your business and guys, quote unquote, beginning stages can last up to like five years. I've been in this space for eight years and I still consider myself in bloom and bud, or excuse me, in root and bud, more so in bud than, than root at this point. But I still see myself here. But in, in our culture of instant gratification and fast and go and climb and do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, we expect to, to be in it for six months and boom, we're in ripen. And that's not how it works. Sometimes it does. There's a couple unicorns in the space that it happened for that. But I'd be willing to bet like every fucking penny that I own, those who are telling you, I made my first six figures in six months. They did something before that to prepare their audience, to establish their authority. They're just counting day one, like they're just moving up the start date. They're not counting all of the time that they spent before that. Right? So <clears throat> get like, let that sink in. Root and bud are masculine heavy seasons. And I also see this happening often with entrepreneurs who have built something in another area. So they're successful in another industry and now they're transitioning into the online space because they're an established authority in one space. They expect for that authority to just transfer. And it doesn't often happen like that. Often they have to go back to root and bud because they have, they're building something new from the ground up. Just because you're successful in one arena does not mean you're going to be successful in another arena. Just because people know, like, and trust you to do this thing does not mean that they're going to know, like, and trust you to do this thing. Especially if one thing has been an in-person endeavor and the other thing is now an online endeavor. You're essentially building an all new audience, right? You're in all new territory. So that can be a bit of a mind fuck for people who have already experienced some level of success in another area or another industry is this idea that they have to start from the beginning again. They have to root and bud all over again. They have to do these masculine heavy seasons. 
So what can you expect if you're in the root and bud? And guys, this is self-awareness 101. You have to know where are you in terms of your business, right? I can't tell you that. I mean, I can consult and give you some, you know, advice as a, an, you know, an outward bystander kind of looking in, but you have to be self-aware enough to know I'm in root, I'm in bud, I'm in bloom, I'm, I'm in ripen. So if you're in root and bud right now, expect to show the fuck up every day. Expect to have to put in the work. Expect crickets. Expect failed launches. Expect confusion. Expect pivots. Expect hard, messy, and uncomfortable. This is where you will build the grit, the self-awareness, and the endurance that's going to carry you into your eras of blooming and ripening. And again, take note from the natural world here. The most beautiful treasures come from these challenging seasons. Flowers, fruit, veggies, babies. All of these things are forged in the unseen fires of darkness, demanding what seems like an otherworldly amount of energy and faith, trusting the unseen and moving in certainty long before the evidence is there. Now, in these masculine heavy seasons, these seasons of, of more doing, the feminine is there. She's always there. She just looks different. So in these earlier seasons, she is unwavering faith. She is the vision that drives you, the passion that fuels you, the knowing that sustains you. She is serving as your inner guide and compass while your masculine does the heavy lifting. She's the emotional intelligence cultivated through trial and error. She's the faith in the mystery. She's the trust in the unfolding. She's the sight in the darkness. She is the descent that will ultimately and divinely lead to your greatest ascension. She is the unseen forces that are orchestrating your masculine efforts. And it is because of her that you have the stamina to continue, the desire to press on, the faith to see it through. She is the being to your doing in all seasons and especially these seasons of heavy doing. So it's still this energetic harmony, this synergy between the masculine and the feminine. It's just the understanding and the self-awareness of when to embody more of the other. When is more of one energy going to serve you more? When do you need to, to deploy more of which energy? When do you have which energy more available to you? Again, self-awareness accompanied now by discernment. So don't be fooled. Those leaders who are selling you on a 10-hour work week and 500K launches that are only there, they're only there because they have already endured their own seasons of rooting and budding. Just because you only see them now blooming and ripening does not mean that they did not once trudge through the darkness. In fact, their presence here and now is evidence that they did. They all did. We all have to. It's part of the process and it's what makes it all so fucking beautiful because it's what evolves your soul. It's why you are here. So do not cheat yourself of the climb because you are so focused on the view. More importantly, don't let anyone else cheat you of it because they want to make a quick buck 
and some quick cash off of your lack of awareness. Be willing to be with the discomfort. Be willing to be with the challenge. Be willing to be with the darkness and know that soon enough, you will be blooming and ripening along with them. That's what I have for you today, loves. I hope that this has been insightful. I hope that this has been inspiring. I hope that this has provided you a bit of clarity and maybe brings you a little peace in knowing, okay, (laughs) it's okay to go hard right now because there is so much demonization of the masculine right now. And we need a strong and steady masculine, a healthy expression of our own inner masculine as well as a healthy expression of the masculine system, strategy, structures, logic that then surrounds us outwardly. It is not either feminine or masculine. It is not that one is better or worse than the other. And it is not that the feminine is now going to conquer the masculine after years and years and years of patriarchal rule. Again, the feminine is not interested in conquests. She is not interested in defeating anybody. She is interested in bringing all of us in lovingly, compassionately, and helping us to walk in sacred union again. So you are now charged with the task of finding your own sense of sacred union within yourself that then is going to fuel every avenue, area, and endeavor of your life. So again, I hope that this was supportive. I love you and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.